And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gents. This is the boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 4, Episode 18. And today's topic is the woman's right to choose is under attack in America. This is ridiculous. You know shortly what type of wine I am drinking. So, ladies and gents, let's get this party started. Let's go! And ladies and gents, once again, this is a boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 4, Episode 18. And once again, the topic is, the woman's right to choose is under attack in America. This is ridiculous. And today is Saturday, May 7th, 2022, and the weather here in this city, beautiful Orlandito, you'll be with the rain showers early in the morning, some sunshine later today, and the highs of 89, the lowest of 72, and today, ladies and gents, May 7th is awesome, a great, great day, it's a birthday day for a good friend of mine, Patricia Gibson from Portmont, Virginia, she's awesome, a very, very young lady, she also works for Keller Williams, Realtor serving Hampton Roads, Virginia, Atlanta area, Georgia, and also Essex County, New Jersey. She also works for uh, the Urban League as a vice president for the Urban League and Hampton Roads Young Professional. So she got it going on. She's become another another great figure in black leadership in Virginia, and she also is getting older. I told her she's not a spring chicken anymore, so by the way, enjoy your birthday, girl. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> I wish you the best, sunshine. Enjoy your day. Anywho, so before I jump right on the topic, ladies and gents, let's just talk about the wine of the day here in Casa Casanova. And ladies and gents, I we're going back to Chile. That's I told the bar before about this brand called Papi, but the one that I had on the podcast was a Merlot. Today I'm having a cab, and this is a vintage of 2020. And according to the label in the back, it says located in the heart of Chile's famed Central Valley grape-grown region. Papi portfolio of wines specialized in classic, young, and varietal styles wine. Only select hand-picked grapes and a careful wine-making process allow us to present this new best wine. Discover the Papi difference. So as far as Poppy is concerned, ladies and gentlemen, I had a Malbec before, I had a Merlot, and now I'm have this cab. And so far the Merlot 
and the Malbec and the Merlot were great, great wines. So I know for sure, even though I'm not a very, very fan of cabs, but I do have a handful of cabs that I drink. And judging by the previous wine from this brand, that I love it. So I know for sure I would definitely like this one too. But you know the tradition here at Casa Casanova. So let me pour a glass. Alright ladies and gents, like I was expecting, it's a very very great wine and definitely I'll keep this in my collection and you will see if you go to my Facebook page, Good Wine and Great Left, you're going to see the picture of it as well on my Instagram page, Casting of the Comedian, you will see the picture of the wine of the day for this Season 4 Episode 18. Great wine ladies and gents, I would definitely would recommend it, this wine. So let's jump around the topic, ladies and gentlemen. I found three great articles about this subject for today's topic. And the first one that I found was on the hill. And the article's title is Overturning Roe versus Wade Could Worsen the National Maternal Health Crisis. This article was written by Shirley Ali and was published on Thursday, May 5th, 2022. And just get a couple points like uh, the story at glance, the three bullets that say being denied an abortion has been linked to a higher maternal death rate, poverty, and physical pain. Restrictions or bans on abortions also do not prevent them from occurring, with 7% of the U.S. women projected to self-manage an abortion in their lifetime. If a Roe versus Wade is overturned, some health experts believe that could worsen the current U.S. maternal health crisis. The article goes as, the U.S. could find itself in a worsening maternal health crisis if Roe versus Wade is overturned, with women being denied an abortion, reporting higher rates of physical pain, poverty, and death that could soon become a reality for many more as a draft draft opinion by the Supreme Court indicated it is slated to overturn federal protection for abortions. A draft opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito on the Dobbs vs. Jesse's Women's Health Organization case was leaked this week, and it shows that the Supreme Court is poisoned to overturn the 1973 decision on Roe v. Wade, the case that affirmed abortion access as a constitutional right. Though the court's final decision is expected in June, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, the implications could be deadly. The U.S. is already struggling with maternal health crisis, and it could become even worse 
as the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC estimates about 700 women die from pregnancy-related complications annually. That rate is even higher for people of color, with black and American Indian Alaska Native women three times as likely to die from pregnancy as white women. That that's the highest maternal mortality rate of any high-income nation in the world, according to the Aspen Institute. Lauren Raff, a, an epidemiologist at the Bixby Center for Global Reproductive Health at the University of California, San Francisco, told the Changing American that if some variation of Alito's opinion does become the Supreme Court's official decision, quote, I do anticipate a rise in maternal deaths as a result, and I think that is something that we as a public health community have to prepare for, unquote. Ralph observed firsthand how being denied an abortion can affect women's health as a researcher for the Turnaway study, a longitudinal study that examines the effects of unwanted pregnancies on women's lives. After tracking nearly 1,000 pregnant women across the country, two women who were denied an abortion died due to the maternal causes. While out of all the women who did receive an abortion, none died. At the very least, we can say that maternal deaths could have been avoided had those women had access to the abortion that they sought or they, they, that they went to the clinic to get, say Ralph. The CDC says 60% of pregnancy-related deaths are preventable. The causes of pregnancy-related deaths vary, with the agency saying cardio cardiovascular, ce cerebrovascular accidents, and other medical conditions have been increasing, like hypertension, diabetes, and chronic heart disease. Notably, in the turnaway study, Ralph's team found that women denied an abortion were more likely to experience serious complications from the end of pregnancy, like eclampsia and death. They also reported more chronic headaches or migraines, joint pain, pain and gestational hypertension. Using U.S. pregnancy statistic, Amanda Jean Stuverson, a researcher at the University of Colorado, estimated the impact of denying all wanted induced abortions. In the first year of abortion ban, an estimated 49 maternal deaths would occur, a 7% increase. In subsequent years, there could have been 140 additional deaths, as 21% increase. 
Black people would experience the greatest increase in death, a 33% increase in subsequent years. Overall, denying all wanted to induce abortion in the U.S. would increase pregnancy-related mortality substantially, even if the rates of unsafe abortion did not increase, says Stevenson. Even with the protections of Roe v. Wade in place, getting abortion in the United States has, hasn't been easy. Between 2011 and 2017, states have enacted 401 abortion restrictions, which is more than double the 189 that were enacted in the entire preceding decade. According to the working paper by the National Bureau of Economics Research, the NBER, Implications of being denied an abortion can stretch beyond health. As the NBER also found that those women experienced increased <coughs> in a household poverty lasting at least four years relative to those who did receive an abortion. They also ended up with lower employment and leaned more heavily on public assistance in both the short term and long term. The turnaway study also found that women turned away from getting an abortion end up more likely to stay with abused partner longer, likely because they now have a child together. That's something Senator Elizabeth Warren from Massachusetts, a Democrat from Massachusetts, also alluded to say on Twitter that if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, women of color, those with lower incomes and victims of abuse will suffer the most. Experts have reiterated that restricting or banning abortion won't stop them from happening. As Ralph noted that percent of U.S. women will self-manage an abortion in their lifetime. People resort to self-sourcing medication or drugs to try to terminate a pregnancy on their own, with some even trying physical methods like hitting themselves in the abdomen. Ralph's anticipated incidents like these will rise if clinic based abortions are no longer available or accessible. Only one in four women in the United States will have an abortion at some point in their life, which is why Ralph's believes abortion should be treated as part of the spectrum of health care that many people are going to need at some point during their lifetime. Quote, we need to make sure that supporting pregnant people who now are probably more of them be forced to continue their pregnancies and may suffer more adverse health outcomes as a result. Say Ralph. Very, very interesting article, ladies and gents. Very, very interesting article. I also found two more, but before 
I talk about these two articles. Yo, boy, Casanova's gonna take a quick, quick break. When I come back, I'm going to make just a summary of the second article that's related to some votes that the Senate Democrats are to push to put on record all the Senate that are in favor or against Roe vs. Wade. And another one, too, is very important that gave some great, great statistics about the health issues for women in the United States. So, about Casanova is going to take a quick, quick, quick break. I'll come back shortly. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is about Casanova in the second and final block of these awesome international podcast episodes for season four, episode 18. So, let's just jump on real quick right here. This article that I found on US News and World Report, written by Lisa Hagen, and the article is topic is Senate to Vote Next Week on codifying Roe vs. Wade into law, but obstacles remain. So I'm not going to read the whole article, I'm just going to give just the first part of it so you guys can have an understanding of what's coming. And the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announced that lawmakers will vote Wednesday on legislation that would codify Roe vs. Wade into federal law following the leak of the Supreme Court's draft opinion that is likely to overturn the 1973 ruling, but the vote is unexpected to fail. Democrats are forcing another procedural vote on abortion rights, legislation to put senators on the record, particularly Republicans, and at least one Democratic senator who previously blocked a similar vote a few months ago. For 49 years, abortion rights have existed nationwide because Roe v. Wade ruled that it is constitutional right, but no federal law on the books established it. With a split of 50-50 Senate, the measure is highly unlikely to reach the 16-vote threshold needed to overcome a filibuster, but Democrats argue that there is there is added significance to the vote because of the looming reality that Roe versus Wade will likely be gone once the Supreme Court releases its former ruling, which is expected this summer. Quote, next week's vote will be one of the most important we ever take because it deals with one of the most personal and difficult decisions a woman 
ever has to make in her life. This is not an abstract exercise, Schumer said. My fellow Americans, it is a real and is as urgent as it gets. So, another article, ladies and gentlemen, that I found that's very, very important that I like it is because breakdown was, I found this on the website called abcnewyork.com and the article's name is As Fate of Roe vs. Wade Looms Charts Shows United States Lags in Women's Healthcare. This article was written by Amy Okrook and Andrew Williams. They both was published This article was published on May 4th, 2022. And I'm going to summarize real quick right here too. It says that the health, women's, women in America are wondering what it would be like to lose access to safe and legal abortions after Supreme Court draft opinion threatening to overturn Roe vs. Wade leaked Monday. The health care outlook is bleak. Restrictions on abortion can have devastating impact. Experts have long pointed to research that shows both women and children health outcomes worsen on a variety of measures when abortions are banned or restricted. Compared to other health nations, the United States is already far behind. The U.S. ranks poorly in terms of health care with the same of the highest rates of infant mortality, maternal mortality, and medical costs among the developed nations, according to the NBC analysis. The U.S. is also the only high-income country that offers zero weeks, I said again, ladies and gentlemen, zero weeks of paid maternity leave, while some workers in America have access to pay leave through their employees, there is no national law that mandates it. In Europe and elsewhere, subsidized parental leave is standard, with nations like Norway offering new parents up to 86 weeks. To evaluate the U.S., we compare it to 10 other high-income nations in line with analysis from the Pedersen Center on Healthcare and Kaiser Family Foundation, which define comparable countries as OECD nations, democratic countries that support free market economies with both, uh, both median the GD, GDP and the GDP per capita in at least one of the past 10 years. Those benchmark countries are Australia, Canada, France, Germany, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Sweden, Switzerland, and the United Kingdom. So when it comes to the U.S., U.S. women are more likely to die from childbirth. So there are 10 nations 
And to talk about mortal, maternal deaths per 100,000 live, live births, okay? And the United States is number one, 20.1. Canada coming second with 7.5. Switzerland with 6.8. New Zealand, 6.6. United Kingdom, 6.5. The Netherlands, 5.5%. Sweden has 5.2, Australia 3.9, Germany 3.2, and the lowest is Norway with 1.8% per 100,000 lives, live births, ladies and gents. So, United States is 20.1. This is crazy, man. In 2019, the national rate went up, measuring 20.1% death per a hundred thousand live births, a ratio that is far greater than any other high income countries. To date, it is the most doubled from 10.3 in 1991. The overall maternal mortality rate also masks start disparities by race and ethnicity. Black women face three times more maternity mortality risk as white women. Let's talk about infant mortality. Since 1999, the U.S. has led in infant mortality. Infant mortality per 1,000 lives birth. United States lead that you. Pay, oh, this, this, this is interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Pay maternity and Pay maternity and paternity leave. The United States is the only wealth nation without, without a federal paid family leave policy. The average length of paid maternity leave among the OECD nations is 18.4 weeks, with many of world's largest economies also guaranteeing pay paternity leave. In comparison, Estonia offers more than a year and a half of pay leave for new parents. So the number one country that provides the most weak pay leave for parents is Norway with 86, 86 weeks, ladies and gents. Germany come in second with 58, Sweden 55.7, Canada 51 weeks and then comes France with 42, United Kingdom with 39, New Zealand with 26, Australia with 18 weeks, Netherlands 16, Switzerland with 14, and the richest country in the world, United States, zero. I said again, zero, ladies and gentlemen, zero. Not a goddamn week. Nothing. Not even one day. <laughs> by, by law. Not by the employment. Ladies and gentlemen, by law. By the national law. And that's more statistics that's going on, ladies and gentlemen. And if you want to look at it for the whole article, because like I say, I got a limit on my podcast, but we can go to, once again, www.nbcnewyork.com. And this article, once again, name is As Fate of Roe versus Wade Looms. Charts show U.S. lags in women's health care. 
take a look at it so if you want to see now more information on this particular topic ladies and gents but i want to talk about what i think about this and for those that listen to my podcast for it's almost gonna be two years in august and i say that i can't stop emphasize enough that politics is important ladies and gents we are if you don't pay attention in the local state and national elections who is running for each position and what are the what what is the platform if you do not pay attention if you're not engaged if you do not get involved do not be crying later when hell breaks loose for many years the republican party is trying to get rid of that for many years so now and this is just the beginning because if they can give it that and i was discussing this when the co-works because i do not understand why some people from the lgbtg the whole alphabet community are republicans i don't understand why they vote republicans because they know the republicans don't like your ass but you are so caught on the money or the benefits they may have in your 401k that you focus on the money more than anything else. You know, because they don't care about you. Believe me, if they watch what I'm telling right now, if the Republicans get rid of because Moses, remember that Trump put three people, three quote unquote conservatives in the White, in the White, uh, no White House, in the Supreme Court. That's why you have this mess now, and they lie. During the interview, when they will have the interview to go to the Supreme Court, they run their mouth and they lie to get the job. No, so I'm not going to do that. You can't do a search you saw, but if you don't have the question, you can do a research. Kavanaugh and Ellie Cumberberry and all this, and then this dude, Alito, whatever his name is. Anywho, if they give you that, I'm telling you right now, the right of have a marriage between gay people, that's going to be next. I promise you. So, I also can tell you, as far as the Republicans, as far as the Democrats are concerned, one thing that that pissed me off about my the, 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 the Democrat Party is because they are too passive. You know, and I agree with the old, uh, uh, old AOC now because she's in the, the, the aggressive, progressive party of part of the Democrat Party. And I, I'm, I agree with her 100%. It's not time for you to be passive. It's time to, to strap up your boots and fight. It's time to fight because they don't care. They do not care. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, I'm going to tell you, you need to pay attention on who is our, who, who are the people being elected. And you need to strap your boots because if you want your rights to exist for not just for you, for the next generation, the Republican Party is not for you. They don't care about nobody. And another thing that's discussed, I discussed that before. They are so concerned about the right, you know, the right of to, to live the life, right, of the child, of the baby. But how many children are still living in the orphanage? How many? A lot. I did a podcast about that. So to me, it's a bunch of BS. They don't give a damn about the kids. It's about, to me, it's more the police stunt. They have talked about God and Jesus and all that, but they definitely 
don't believe in none of that. So stay awake, ladies and gents, because more about to come is about to be real. It's about to get red, and it's got to be ugly. So we need to be engaged in what's coming. All right, ladies and gents, on that note, I would like to thank all of you people listening to this awesome international podcast. Please keep the press sharing with all family and friends. Good one and great last podcast has come all the way from the bottom and move straight to the top, aiming to be the number one spot. Feel free to visit my website, Good One Great Labs. Dot wordpress.com I read told about my Facebook page and my Instagram page post the comments and I definitely appreciate it if you listen to my podcast to Apple Podcast go ahead and make a review I appreciate that very much once again this is a podcast Nova please be safe be kind and be blessed I will see you next Saturday so let's get out of here and enjoy weekend Coming with the pull up for the number one spot. Pushing my back like a push out on the block. Holding my down, sucker wappers get lost. Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the pull up for the number one spot. Pushing my back like a push out on the block. Holding my down, sucker wappers get lost. Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the pull up for the number one spot. Pushing my back like a push out on the block.